Hello there and welcome to episode 5 of The Full Life Project with Josh Wiggins. Now before I start I just want to say I'm truly grateful for your time and for those who have listened to multiple episodes and provided feedback. It really helps to give me a sense that people people do appreciate it, people are enjoying uh, kind of my thoughts, my ideas, any lessons uh, that I can share um, and it motivates me to do more. So if you are enjoying these episodes please just send me a message on social media with any feedback, whether it's a suggestion to improve the podcast, what you would like to hear on a later episode, or if you think it's complete rubbish, tell me that too, because that's the only way that I can improve and uh, and keep providing some sort of value for you guys. So episode five, going through our little pattern of mental performance, nutrition, training, and back through that cycle, we're up to a nutrition-related episode, and I wanted to make today's episode all about supplementation. So every supplement that I can think of that I am asked about on a daily basis, what you should be taking, what you probably don't need to take, what's bullshit, and what I'd actually recommend. So that's what I'm going to cover today, and I think that this will provide a lot of value to people because I am inundated with messages about what do you think of this supplement, that supplement, how should I take this, what's a good dosage, I want to cover all of that sort of stuff in this brief podcast. So most people probably go straight to sports nutrition uh, supplements. So should I be taking this creatine, whey protein, pre-workout, etc.? I'm going to go over supplements that I think are more important for overall health and lifestyle first, and then I'll move into the sports nutrition stuff. So I'll leave that sort of towards the end of the podcast. So first and foremost, I think that everybody in the world should be taking fish oil. Fish oil is very great for your cardiovascular health, for your brain health, for your joints, for your muscles for balancing your omega-3 and 6 ratios, which is going to be helpful in how your body digests sugars, carbohydrates, your quality of sleep, your brain function, your mental performance, a whole host of benefits from supplementing with fish oil. I truly believe that everyone, except for maybe the Inuits, should be supplementing with this. A good dosage uh, suggestion, it really depends on you, your goals, your body weight, your age, I've recommended anywhere from 2 to 12 grams per day for clients. So obviously the 12 grams, you're looking at the larger end of the clientele. So someone who's carrying a lot of muscle, quite tall, uh, does a lot of weight training. So we're really trying to help their joints as well as their performance, both physically and cognitively. If you're just after the lifestyle, everyday benefit of supplementing your joints, supplementing your, your heart, your lungs, your cardiovascular system, and wanting to optimize health, and you're not training too intensely, probably the three grams a day is going to be best for you. Uh, I'm not sponsored by any brand, so I feel free to recommend any of these brands, and they'll probably never hear it. Ethical Nutrients, if you're in Australia, is my favorite brand for fish oil. They can literally track the fish oil that you're taking to the boat the day that the fish was caught, what type of fish was in that fish oil, Um, yeah, and, and whereabouts at sea they were. So I think that's pretty incredible. The other thing that I recommend, again, to absolutely everyone is magnesium. Magnesium in a dose of three to 400 milligrams with your last meal of the day. Magnesium absorbs really well overnight, and it tends to be our most depleted nutrient at the end of the day. So if you sweat a lot, if you train a lot, if you're just busy in day-to-day life, you're probably losing a lot of magnesium. It's quite easy to get your other electrolytes, like sodium, through food. Magnesium, yes, there are foods that are high in it, but I think supplementing it is only going to be of benefit. I really like Neutralife as a brand, although there are many brands that make similar quality magnesium. The only thing that I would suggest that you avoid is magnesium oxide. So look on the back of your magnesium product. Not all magnesium is the same. The element itself 
might be carrying more oxygen, less oxygen. It might be an isotope, so it might have more or less electrons. Uh, this really affects how your body actually digests and uses it. So if you're someone who has supplemented with magnesium and it made you really sick, uh, it affected your digestion, you probably had a magnesium oxide, which is a really poor quality magnesium. So try to avoid that. Chelated magnesium is good, but usually a blend that's very low in oxide is going to be the best case scenario. So again, three to 400 milligrams before bed with a meal, otherwise you might feel a little bit nauseous. Magnesium, I recommend for everyone. The last supplement that I'd probably recommend that everybody take is vitamin D, about a thousand IUs or international units per day. Uh, if you're in Australia, a good brand of this is, is quite simply Ostelin. You'll see all of the ads. Vitamin D is essential for the uptake and absor absorption of calcium. It's also perfect for muscular performance and muscular recovery. So it supplies the muscles with a mineral, uh, sorry, with a vitamin, and that vitamin itself can actually help you pull nutrients into the muscle. So it helps with recovery. I suggest taking your vitamin D with your first meal of the day, or if you're splitting it into two doses, so two 500 international unit doses, you could take it with your first meal and last meal, however it works for you, but I definitely recommend getting some of it in your first meal. Now, other lifestyle supplements that you could think about taking that aren't as uh, recommended as the others, or not that they're not recommended, but probably not as essential, would be some sort of greens product. I really, really like Vitality Switch from Switch Nutrition because it tastes great. It doesn't have any artificial colors or sweeteners or any of the nasties in there. It's just a really good quality greens blend. Now, if you can get all of your greens and micronutrients from food, that is, that is of course, the best case scenario. But the, the reality is not many people are anymore. Um, so this is something that can just kind of help kind of bulletproof your micronutrient intake. So I would still add, obviously, salad and vegetables and fruits throughout the day. But the greens is, is kind of just a little bit of a safety net. So I would take this first thing in the day about 20 to 30 minutes before my first meal. You could even have your vitamin D and your fish oil with these greens so you don't have to even think about taking them later, um, or at least some of your fish oil because I don't think you're going to take 12 grams all at once. Um, I think that in itself is going to be more than enough in terms of supplementation. Things like cinnamon, ginger, turmeric, people do supplement with those for blood sugar, for metabolism and for joint health. I think if you can get fresh ginger, turmeric, and cinnamon and use them in your cooking and use them with your foods, you won't need to supplement with them and you can get all of the benefits and, and possibly more because they're in their fresh, natural state and they have not been processed. Okay, sports nutrition, which is what everybody wants to know about. Protein, is it essential? I'm going to say no, it is not 100% essential to supplement with protein. However, it can be truly beneficial if you are someone who struggles to get meals in, who struggles to eat enough, or if you work a busy job, you're out all day and you don't have time to stop and eat, it's really convenient to just sort of pull out a shake with some water and, and knock that one back. Now, there's lots of different types of protein on the market. Which one should you be taking? Now, all studies show that a whey blend, so isolate and concentrate, is going to be your best bang for your buck protein supplement. It has the optimal range of amino acids in there correct quantities so what's great for your body to actually absorb and uptake and utilize whey protein is going to be number one there'll be some people who debate that and say well whey protein isolate or hydrolyzed whey protein or whey protein that was triple cold filtered and extracted by a goat in the mountain range of nepal is going to be the best that's all bs in my opinion like yes maybe the quality is better um, if you look at it from an overall standpoint however you're going to pay so much more money for it 
than is worth it for the actual benefits. And when you look at the studies of isolates compared to concentrates, the benefit of the isolate uh, shows up in the first 10 to 15 minutes that it absorbs quicker, but over the course of three to four hours, everything balances out and there's no real additional benefit to having the isolate as opposed to the concentrate or a blender both. So I really recommend in terms of saving your money and still getting the best bang for your buck, a blend of whey protein isolate with concentrate. Now, if you are lactose intolerant, then you would go with an isolate or you would go with a plant-based protein, which I'll talk about in a second. If you are not lactose intolerant, then I would definitely go with the blend. My favorite brands, again, I can only speak from Australian brands that I have tried, would be Magic Nutrition with their whey. Um, they have a great uh, enzyme in there, was actually a mix of enzymes called Digizyme which is a digestive enzyme blend that actually help your body to process the protein that you are consuming. Um, another brand that I recommend is Balance. They have a product 100% whey. It's probably the most cost-effective whey protein that I've come across. It's a minimalist formula, which is great because you don't want a whole bunch of ingredients in your formula. And it's, again, naturally flavored, uh, natural sweeteners. If you want a plant-based protein, whether it's for ethical reasons or you don't tolerate dairy, I recommend White Wolf Nutrition and their plant-based protein powder. It's great quality, tastes great. Sometimes with plant proteins, they're really gluggy, they taste awful, and you just can't get them down, and you just don't want to drink it, so you basically waste your money. I never had that issue with this protein, so it's the one that I use at the moment, just because all of my proteins that I eat are animal-based, so it's nice to have a non-animal-based source of protein for at least uh, one of my meals or for a supplement. Um, Plant-based protein, the amino acid profile is not going to be as good as whey. However, again, the differences aren't going to be huge. You're still going to digest it just over a longer period of time. Your body will still benefit from it. So don't be too scared to uh, supplement with plant-based protein if you do not like whey for any reason. Amino acids, branched-chain amino acids, essential amino acids. I get asked about them daily. Are they essential? Are they not essential? Should I be taking them? And this really comes down to the person and the goal. If you are training just to maintain a healthy lifestyle, a relatively good physique that you're proud to go to the beach with, then no, you probably don't need any amino acids unless you are training with weights fasted. If you have eaten meals during the day and already have protein in your system, then you don't need to be supplementing with amino acids. However, if you are a bodybuilder with the goal of building muscle and you are training high volume sessions in the gym, so lots of reps, lots of sets, or heavy weight over a longer period of time, then I would say it cannot hurt you to have these supplements. If you are having branched-chain amino acids, you want to consume them in a 2 to 1 to 1 ratio, that is the ratio of leucine to isoleucine to valine. Many brands already have this. You just have to look on the back. It'll tell you what ratio. Some brands say, oh, we've got a 10 to 1 to 1 ratio, and that's great, and it's the best. It's not. 2 to 1 to 1 is the best ratio for branched-chain amino acids. It's what the body is actually known it's what we digest when we eat beef, chicken, fish, whatever it might be. It's what you're going to absorb and utilize the quickest. Uh, you're looking for about five plus grams of branched chain amino acids in a formula for it to actually be effective. Uh, with essential amino acids, I would have them in addition to the branched chain, and many brands are now combining the two. Um, and you just really need three grams is a good dose of the essential aminos on top of that branched chain amino. So again, if you're carrying a lot of muscle, if you're a bodybuilder trying to build maximal muscle, if you're using a lot of volume in the gym or you're fasted, then I would recommend these amino acids. If none of those apply to you, then probably save your money and just concentrate on having a really solid diet. Creatine, one of the most studied uh, supplements 
of all time. It, it is the most studied supplement of all time. And they've shown that three to five grams per day can be beneficial for just about any performance related goal, whether it's lifting more weight, running faster, jumping higher, creatine is for you. I recommend creatine for just about everyone. People worry about holding water, but the water is actually held inside the muscle. So it's not going to make you look bloated and watery and fat. And if it does, that shows that your body probably just doesn't digest creatine the way it should. And maybe creatine is not for you if you have those side effects that really shouldn't occur. So three to five grams a day for creatine. You can take it any time of day. It builds up in your system. Some people like to take a pre-workout. Some people like to take it post-workout. I say take it whenever's best for you. I like to normally take it post-workout because there is some suggestion that it can help with nutrient uptake. So three to five grams a day. Uh, I would say five grams a day for most people, and it's not going to hurt you to take creatine. The other things that I get asked about all the time are fat burners and pre-workouts. So should you take them? Are they essential? The answer is they're not essential. The answer is that we probably shouldn't be taking them. However, I would be lying if I said that I haven't used or I don't use pre-workouts when I need to. If the pre-workout is a difference between you wanting to go to the gym and you not wanting to go to the gym on a day that you would typically train, then I think take it because you're going to get better results if you do go to the gym, if you do train, if you do have a hard and intense workout and then uh, eat appropriately afterwards. However, if you become reliant or dependent on the pre-workout or fat burner and can't train without it, it's probably a sign that you need to take a break, even just a month off, let your body reset, use your own motivation to get you going in the gym rather than relying on a caffeine and stimulant-based supplement. I suggest not taking anything if you are training within 12 hours of going to sleep. So if you're training at night time, I really wouldn't recommend pre-workout or fat burner because your quality of sleep is going to be diminished. Um, many brands on the market. Uh, I really actually like C4, which is one of the original pre-workouts. It just seems to have the least amount of stimulants and shit in it. It's pretty much just caffeine with some creatine, uh, some nitric oxide boosters, and I believe some beta alanine. So nothing in a, in a great amount, but that's a good one that people can start on and continue on just slightly upping the dose, but never going over more than say 2.5 to 3 milligrams of caffeine per kilo of body weight. So if you're a 100 kilo bodybuilder, 300 milligrams is going to be your max dose. And I just choose an easy number there, but you can apply that to your own body weight. So again, they're not essential. They can be helpful. Do not take them within 12 hours of bedtime. Do not become reliant on them, but it's okay to have one in the pantry for those days that you just want to go a little bit more intense in the gym and maybe didn't have the best sleep the night before. I'm a little bit more cautious on fat burners. I know they can raise people's levels of anxiety. There's a lot of stimulants in fat burners to give you that sort of sweaty, feel like I'm burning fat feel. I, I don't think it's an amazing feeling. Some people like that. Um, I would be cautious with fat burners and I would err more on the side of taking your pre-workout, um, but maybe adding in some acetyl-L-carnitine. So acetyl-L-carnitine is a fat burning ingredient. What it does is signals the body to mobilize your stored fat tissue and use that for energy. So our fat is a very, uh, it's a very dense energy nutrient. So uh, you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck if your body can actually mobilize the stored fat, the fat that you want to burn anyway, and turn that into energy to fuel your workout. So if you had a pre-workout, as I said, like C4, or I actually really like the White Wolf pre-workout, it's natural. And I also really like the Magic Nutrition pre-workout. You could add in two grams of acetyl L-carnitine into that and turn it into a fat burner. 
Now, if you have used fat burners before and you do like them and they don't have any side effects on you, then you can continue to do so, but just monitor how you feel. And again, try not to become reliant on said product. Uh, the only other supplements that I'll talk about today are mushrooms. So a lot of people ask me now about mushrooms because Joe Rogan talks about them. Sean Stevenson talks about them. Ben Bakulski talks about them. A lot of health and fitness podcasters talk about the benefits of mushrooms. I can't speak for all of them, but I have tried to, and I really like both of them. They are lion's mane, which I take in the morning. I feel more focused, more alert. It's it's caffeine-free. It's stimulant-free. It's just a mushroom, but you do feel more mentally switched on, and your cognitive function and cognitive performance goes through the roof, at least in my experience. There is some suggestion that it can be neuroregenerative, so you might be able to actually regenerate damaged nerve tissue or stimulate the production of more, which is thought to have been impossible in the past, but there's, there's some good evidence supporting that it actually works. So I recommend two to three grams of lion's mane in the morning. It doesn't taste amazing, so I mix mine with my greens, um, and I feel much better that way. The other one that I really like is reishi mushroom. Again, tastes horrendous, but two grams before bed, I really feel like I get a better quality of sleep, a more restful night's sleep. And even if I only slept for four or five hours, um, I will feel better in the morning when I wake up as opposed to the same amount of sleep on another night when I didn't take the mushroom. So I, I really notice the effect when I wake up in the morning and how I feel throughout the day. So there you have it. These are the lifestyle supplements that I recommend or think you should consider. These are the considerations and recommendations of sports nutrition supplements and also just a couple of uh, mushrooms that I have tried. I've also heard good feedback on things like turkey tail and chaga, again, for vitality, energy, and immune function. I haven't uh, tried those myself, so I can't really talk on those, um, but it might be something that you want to look into. So anyway, that was the longest podcast that I've ever done, 18 minutes, a lot of rambling. I don't think I paused once, so I hope that it all made sense. Uh, if you have any questions on this, feel free to message me on Instagram at underscore Josh Wiggins. If you would like to work with me on a nutrition plan and to get a specific supplement plan made for you, message me on Instagram again at underscore Josh Wiggins or contact me via email at ironclassroom at gmail.com. Iron spelt as in pumping iron, classroom at gmail.com. Uh, thank you again for listening. The next episode I do will be centered around training. So if you have any specific training related questions, please drop me a message and I'll make sure that I cover that in the podcast. Thank you and have a great day.